Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Weeks, I'm Melissa Howell. Are more changes in store for Twitter? We'll talk about that with Wall Street Journal reporter Tim Higgins. And in sports, the Wizards lose to the 76ers. It's 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. As many as 14 people have been wounded in a drive-by shooting in Chicago. Multiple people are shot, including a child as young as three, on Halloween night as a group gathered on a neighborhood corner on Chicago's west side. There was a vigil that we understand that was being the balloon release was happening. Chicago Police Superintendent David Brown says that vigil was being held for someone who recently died. A car pulled up and shots were fired into the group. Chicago Police say it appears there was one vehicle and two shooters. Jennifer Kuyper, CBS News, Chicago. We've learned more about the man accused of attacking the husband of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi in the couple's home in San Francisco. More from CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti. Something that stood out in the affidavit was a journal that was recovered here from the scene. We do not know the contents inside that journal, but sources do tell CBS News that a list of names of other potential targets was recovered here from that scene early Friday morning. South Korea's national police are apologizing for not assigning enough officers to a Halloween celebration that turned deadly Saturday. At least 156 people were killed, including two American college students. More from CBS's Elizabeth Palmer. Rescue workers arrived just 10 minutes after the first SOS call, but for many it was already too late. Janelle's story was in the crowd. There was panic coming towards us, some shouts of fear, but also confusion. We didn't know really what was happening to us or in that moment. It became horribly clear when body after body was wheeled from the scene. Researchers say they found that those who regularly use e-cigarettes displayed worrisome changes in heart and blood vessel function compared to those who don't use any nicotine products. Lead study author Matthew Tattersall at the University of Wisconsin School of Medicine. These data really demonstrate that uh, there, there are systemic effects to using these e-cigarettes or, or vaping. And uh, these implications are, you know, both cardiovascular and autonomic. So, you know, adrenaline tone. From the Multi-State Lottery Association. And tonight you're winning Powerball number. That's going to be 13 and your power play multiplier is 3. No winner in Monday night's Powerball drawing for a billion dollar jackpot. The next drawing Wednesday night. The jackpot then an estimated $1.2 billion. Game 3 of the World Series between the Philadelphia Phillies and Houston Astros was postponed because of rain. The series now tied at one win for each team. Game 3 will now be played Tuesday night in Philadelphia. Game 4 will be played Wednesday. Game 5 set for the scheduled travel day on Thursday night. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. Need to know what it takes for a home loan to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. 
It's 203, Tuesday, November 1st, 2022. The high today, 73. morning. I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. The top local stories we're following this hour. A teenager is dead after being shot in southeast D.C. Police say it happened at around 8.30 p.m. Monday on Bernie Place, less than a half mile away from the Anacostia Metro Station. D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti says police responded to the sound of gunshots and found a 14-year-old boy who had been shot. Uh, members of D.C. Fire and EMS responded to the scene. Uh, CPR was initiated. The young man has been taken to, the, uh, to an area hospital. Uh, unfortunately, I'm saddened to report uh, to the community that that 14-year-old uh, young man has lost his life tonight uh, to a senseless act of gun violence. Conte says the teen was targeted in the shooting and that there's no threat to the public. There's currently no information on the suspect. A tangled mess of metal on Georgia Avenue in Silver Spring on Monday after a police chase led to a multi-vehicle pileup involving a metro bus, a van, and a police cruiser. Multiple people were rushed to the hospital. The crash involved a metro bus, a gray getaway van, and a police cruiser. Pictures from our news partners NBC4 show firefighters pulling a man out of the van and then treating him as he lay on a stretcher. WMATA telling WTOP the bus was stopped by a light when it was hit from the back. Two passengers were taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. County police say there were three suspects in the van that no officers were hurt. They say it started with an armed robbery on Piney Branch Road that led to this chase, which ended with the suspects crashing their van into the bus and the police cruiser crashing into them. A firearm was recovered at the scene. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. See pictures of the bus, minivan, and police car all smashed at WTOP.com. A three-alarm fire that forced 120 people from their homes on College Parkway in Rockville Monday is being blamed on a defective heating and air conditioning unit. Montgomery County Fire and Rescue Service says the fire broke out sometime before 9 a.m. and caused more than $1.5 million in damage. The fire burned through the roof of the Garden Department-style building and spread to two nearby buildings in the Plymouth Woods neighborhood. Patrick Campbell with the County Department of Health and Human Services says 40 people were displaced for the long haul by the fire. The Red Cross is also assisting families affected by the fire. Metro says it loses a lot of money from passengers who don't pay their fares. As the transit system looks at a big budget gap in the future, today it begins an effort to make everyone pay to ride. Signs have been out. We have officers actually engaging people as they come through the gate if they are not uh, paying a fare. But Metro General Manager Randy Clark says starting today, Metro Transit Police will switch from just warnings to being able to issue tickets, too. We are doing everything we can to get people people to comply without being confrontational. Metro says fare evasion costs the system tens of millions of dollars every year. We need people that have, that you know have the ability to pay their fare to pay their fare. In 2018, the district decriminalized fare evasion, but as a civil infraction it still comes with a $50 fine. John Dome in WTOP News. Campaign 2022 on WTOP. It's a problem that's plagued this year's election cycle in Virginia, missing voter registrations. Fairfax County is now trying to process applications as they show up before Election Day. 
For the second time since October, Fairfax County has received more than 11,000 voter registrations that had been missing before. We were surprised. We thought it was over with after October 5th. Eric Spicer is the director of elections in Fairfax County. He says they've brought on part-time staff to help speed up the process. We're just doing everything we can to make sure these voters get registered. The problem stretches across the state. Around 149,000 previously missing registrations have been sent to 133 general registrars. The Virginia Department of Elections says the applications didn't populate into their online system, leading to the problem. His advice to residents. Make sure that you're at the correct polling place. You can complete the same-day registration and a provisional ballot at the same time. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather are more changes in store for Twitter. We'll talk to Wall Street Journal reporter Tim Higgins. 207. Women's leadership is elevating our world, and Innova is a leader in elevating women's health care. Innova Fairfax Hospital is ranked top 10 in the nation for obstetrics and gynecology by U.S. News & World Report. We are committed to putting women first. Our team listens to what matters most to you, from childbirth options and high-risk maternity care to pelvic floor health, surgery, and cancer treatment. Experience elevated women's care at Innova. Explore innova.org slash women first. It's 208. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, at last check, northbound Cabin John Parkway was blocked just north of the Clara Barton Parkway for a serious crash, possibly involving a pedestrian, so you will not be able to go. I uh, used the Cabin John Parkway to get to the inner loop of River Road. That is closed off. You'll have to continue outbound on the Clara Barton Parkway to pick up the Beltway that way. Just keep that in mind. Now, elsewhere, Beltway through Montgomery and Prince George's County is okay so far. Virginia Beltway, one uh, issue, at a loop ramp to go west on 66 exit 49. That is closed as a result of the work on 66 westbound west of the Beltway. So, again, posted detour takes you over to Route 50. Now, if you're on 66 westbound, the work begins before the Beltway continues to the Beltway. Single fall left gets you by. Remember that right exit. That takes you to the Outer Loop and Outer Loop Express Lanes close. There's a little bit of a break. Then the next work zone starts after the Beltway, headed out toward Nutley Street. We're also down to a single left lane getting by. And then further west out near Route 50 with single file left past the work zone. And again, the exit to go east on 50 toward the city of Fairfax was blocked as part of that work zone. Can't find a new car you're looking for? Try Fitzway used car next to a new car. Fitzway car is best. Visit Fitzwall.com for a good car and a safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. Rich Hunter, WTLB Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Scattered showers continue through your early Tuesday morning hours. Otherwise, cloudy skies with some patchy fog as well. Throughout the day today, we'll have increasing sunshine and isolated showers possible. But most, if not all, of your day is looking dry and mild. Highs around 70. Plenty of sun tomorrow with temperatures again warming to around 70, our average high. Now in the mid-60s, so these temperatures are at least 5 degrees above normal for early November. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. 61 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 
It's 2-10. The suspect in the attack on uh, Paul Pelosi is charged with assault and attempted kidnapping. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. But billionaire Elon Musk is already floating major changes for Twitter as he begins his first week as owner of the social media platform. One proposal would make some users pay if they want to keep a blue check mark on their profile that verifies higher profile selections. Celebrity accounts. There's also talk about Twitter subscriptions. For more, WTOP Sean and Hillary talked with Wall Street Journal reporter Tim Higgins, who writes about Tesla, Apple, and other tech companies. He's also the author of the best-selling book Power Play. Tesla, Elon Musk, and the bet of the century. It's like the classic thing when newly rich would acquire the local newspaper. Now, just think of Twitter as the newspaper of this era. It gives him a global reach. Lots of people want to influence him and he now has this incredible new influence that we are seeing just in the last few days the way he's been operating on it and of course when someone wields that much power even pre-elon musk content moderation is a really important issue arguably of course because he doesn't necessarily think so to the same degree others do can you talk about that and and what it means if he chooses to back off of that This is going to be one of the big challenges he faces because this isn't necessarily a money issue or revenue or cutting costs issue. This is how you operate in in the public square. He wants to make it a free-for-all, yet still promising in advertisers that it's not going to become a hellscape. That balance is going to be the trick. Other companies have struggled with that in recent years, and to see what he's going to do, I think a lot of people are watching, and there are a lot of skepticism at this point. You know, owning and running A company like Tesla, which manufactures stuff, SpaceX manufactures stuff. This is a completely different ballgame from your experience covering him and talking with him. I mean, is I know he's a smart guy, but do do you feel that he's maybe out of his own element here a little bit? In some ways, I do see some commonalities. If you think about Tesla as a product... The Model S was developed and designed around a lot of his personal taste. He was a luxury car buyer himself, and he knew what he wanted in that vehicle. Uh, and, and with Twitter, he's one of their biggest users, biggest power users. He's the guy who knows that product, and he's going to put his imprint on it. Now, the question is, will he be able to kind of navigate the politics of it? And can he start to turn a profit and pay off the debt that he's accumulated to acquire it? That's going to be the challenge. Tim, quickly before we go, you've spent a lot of time responding searching Elon Musk. What do you think he's after here? On one hand, you have to take it from his word that he sees it as a a freedom of speech issue. But the other thing is it's clearly an influence issue. This is like the shiny toy that he can put on the shelf and look at and kind of revel in. Wall Street Journal reporter Tim Higgins. A look at sports on the way. Before I was adopted, I felt alone. After spending years in foster care, Lexi worried that she and her brother were too old to be adopted. Thankfully, the siblings were adopted, with help from the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption. I love teenagers. To see how brave Lexi was and how she opened herself up to being in a family, all of a sudden, she's holding my hand and calling me mom. It was really special. Every child, no matter their age, deserves to grow up in a safe permanent home children at every age experience challenges teenagers are more complex than young children but in the best ways you're never too old for family 
Learn how you can help children still waiting to be adopted from foster care at DaveThomasFoundation.org. As you go about your daily life, look closer. Every year across America, a staggering 4.2 million youth are homeless or trafficked. Covenant House is the national leader providing safe housing for youth, 50 years strong. Every youth who walks into Covenant House gets clean clothes, hot meals, medical care, and a safe place to sleep. So look closer at Covenant House and help us fight youth homelessness. To help or get help, go to covenanthouse.org. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now to Rob Woodfork. World Series Game 3 in Philadelphia was rained out and postponed to Tuesday night, but Philly fans still got to enjoy a 76ers win in Washington. 118-111, even without Joel Embiid in the lineup. West Unsell Jr.'s team was on the wrong end of a 27-6 run that spanned the late third and early fourth quarters. Well, they had a run to start the quarter as well in the third. So it's just minimizing those stretches. There were some coverage mistakes. We obviously missed some shots when we didn't have great execution. But just the urgency to start the second half, I don't think was there. Kristaps Sporzingis led all scorers with a season-high 32 points, but the Wizards still losers of three in a row and two straight at home. The Capitals got a point in Carolina, but fell to the Hurricanes in a shootout 3-2. Alex Ovechkin's power play goal pulled him within one of Gordie Howe's record of 786 career goals with one franchise. The Washington Commanders expect to have Chase Young back at practice Wednesday for the first time this season. And at a critical juncture in the schedule, the Vikings and Eagles or a combined 13-1, and one, Ron Rivera. We'll have to match those guys, and that's one of the things that we're going to find out. Can we match a team like that? That'll be an interesting thing to watch. They're kind of under the radar, which is crazy to me because they're 6-1, and one, and their one loss being to Philly. That should tell you a little bit about who they are. The Cleveland Browns perhaps saved their season by beating the rival Cincinnati Bengals 32-13 on Monday Night Football, but the AFC North leading Baltimore Ravens had the biggest win on the eve of the trade deadline, acquiring the league leader in tackles Roquan Smith from Chicago in exchange for second and fifth round picks and journeyman linebacker A.J. Klein. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. Both the Department of Justice and the San Francisco DA filed charges against the man suspected of attacking House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband in their home Friday morning. The Supreme Court heard two cases concerning admissions programs that take into account race in the name of educational diversity. And for the second time, Maryland Governor Larry Hogan has tested positive for COVID. He says he's working from home with very mild symptoms. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. It is 217. Major League Soccer is fining D.C. United $25,000 for not complying with the league's diversity hiring policy in its head coach hiring process. The policy was updated in 2021 to include a focus on the hiring of black candidates, among other things. Traffic and weather on the 8s to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, crash that was on 66 westbound west of the Roslyn Tunnel. That has been wrapped up and cleared. All lanes are open. No leftover delay. Beyond that, you're going to run into the work zone as you approach the Beltway. Again, right lane in the off-ramp that takes you to the Adeloupe and Adeloupe Express lanes closed by the work zone. Close to Detroit will take you further west to Nutley Street. But don't forget, as you head west of the Beltway toward Nutley Street, you're down to a single left lane to the work zone. Looks like they're doing some work on the overhead signage there, so just be careful. 
The good news is, as of late, volume's been pretty light, and as part of that work, ran from the outer loop to go west on 66 exit 49. Also closed, you're diverted further uh, south to Route 50 Arlington Boulevard, and from there you can get to Nutley Street and back to 66 West. Now, west of uh, Vienna, headed toward Fairfax near Route 50, uh, stay left past the works, and again, the off-ramp to go east on 50 toward Fairfax City, that ramp is closed by the works, and you can self-divert early at 123. Otherwise, you'll, have, you'll be diverted to the Fairfax County Parkway to ride the ramps and come back east. Eastbound the work between Nutley Street and the Beltway. Again, down to a single left lane that gets you through the work zone. Uh, but you still have access for now to the ramps to both the outer loop and inner loop. Once you clear that, nothing else in your way. Headed toward Roslyn and the Roosevelt Bridge. Over in the city of Alexandria, Duke Street temporarily closed between South Jordan Street and South Gordon Street. That due to a single vehicle crash, which uh, brought down power lines. Uh, for now, uh, traffic redirected each way there as a result. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Scattered showers will continue to impact the area through the early morning hours. Otherwise, cloudy skies with patchy fog. The sunrise today at about 735. As the sun comes up, there's the chance for a shower, but most of the rain should be out of here. And clouds diminish throughout the day today. A mild afternoon with highs around 70. Well, we'll have an increase in sunshine there's a small chance for an isolated afternoon shower. Sunny and mild out there tomorrow. Highs around 70. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. 61 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts. Visit newlookhomedesign.com. Coming up on WTOP, an off-duty federal officer is swept up in a drug investigation in Northern Virginia. It's 220. Hi, I'm Mandy Moore. We can do great things when we stand together. With support from American Airlines, Stand Up to Cancer is closer than ever before to achieving its mission to make every cancer patient into a long-term survivor. Through this incredible collaboration, we are pushing cancer research to new heights. Doctors and scientists, team members, patients and their families all working and standing up to move progress forward. The fight against cancer never stops. Thankfully, new and promising treatments can help save lives now. Flight is prepared for takeoff. So get on board and join this mission. To learn more about how you can support this groundbreaking effort and get advantage miles, go to standuptocancer.org slash American Airlines. When it comes to government security operations, Qzara CyberTorch can help. Working day and night, adversaries continue to focus on botnets, ransomware, and nation-state activities. Qzara CyberTorch is the only FedRAMP high-ready managed XDR security operations as a service built for government. Qzara CyberTorch's cloud-native SOC as a service integrates signals from over 500 security products, including OT, and uses security automation to respond to threats. Visit CyberTorch.com to learn more. That's CyberTorch. This is WTOP News. It's 222. We're getting a first look at a possible defense for the man local police have called the shopping cart killer suspect. Anthony Eugene Robinson is charged with killing two women in Harrisonburg. He's suspected in two deaths in Fairfax County and one in D.C. It's a story first reported by WTOP. 
Was Anthony Eugene Robinson insane when he allegedly killed Beth Redman and Tanita Smith? Robinson's lawyer has asked the judge to appoint a mental health expert to evaluate whether his client was sane at the time of the killings. Attorney Louis Nagy says medical records show his client had mental health issues back to 2014 and the charges that Robinson met women, killed them and dumped them are, in his words, so egregious that there's reason to believe his behavior was not rational at the time of the offense. A judge will decide whether to appoint a doctor on Friday. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. An off-duty federal officer is swept up in an Arlington County Police Department drug investigation. Pentagon Force Protection Agency officer Eric Welsh of Alexandria is charged with having cocaine with plans to sell it. Detectives with the organized crime section received information about a suspect possibly dealing drugs in the county. They say they took Welsh into custody on Friday after seeing him buy narcotics on South Scott Street. They also recovered a gun. Police also filed charges after their search of Welsh's home in Alexandria recovered additional narcotics and firearms. The 33-year-old is being held without bond in the Arlington County Detention Facility. The window for choosing a health insurance plan for the next year on health care.gov is about to open. Those searching for coverage will largely be shielded from an increase in costs. Generous subsidies approved during the coronavirus pandemic remain in place. That'll keep monthly premium payments at zero or just a few dollars for most. And Raleigh's premiums are capped at 8.5% of their incomes. The larger price breaks have driven a jump in enrollment. About 14.5 million people get their health insurance coverage through the Affordable Care Act. And the percentage of Americans without health insurance hit an all-time low in August of just 8%, according to the Department of Health and Human Services. Ben Thomas, Washington. A new warning about those who vape and use e-cigarettes, the findings of a new study from CBS News correspondent Matt Piper. Researchers at the University of Wisconsin say adults who used e-cigarettes regularly had hearts that beat faster, something that could lead to larger issues, says lead study author Dr. Matthew Tattersall. They had significant worsening of heart rate, heart rate variability, blood pressure, and more constriction of their brachial artery, all of which of these predict future cardiovascular events. Their message, try to quit using tobacco and nicotine products. Matt Piper, CBS News. Money news at 25 and 55. The Dow lost 129 points Monday. The S&P 500 down 29. Inflation in the Eurozone hit an annual rate of 10.7% in September. That's the highest since the EU was formed. November 1st is the filing deadline for Virginia individual income tax returns, a date that was extended by six months. The USDA says the average price for a whole frozen turkey is now $1.99 a pound. That's 73% more than last Thanksgiving. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, we've got at least 14 people injured, including kids in a drive-by shooting in Chicago. And state and federal charges have been filed against a man accused of attacking the husband of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. 226. St. Joseph's Indian School is much more than a school for Native American children. It's like a family. Classes are fun here. I am learning about my culture. Since 1927, St. Joseph's Indian School has provided children the education, health care, 
and support they need to succeed. To help give our kids brighter futures, learn more at stjo.org today. Every 